Welcome back to Pop Topic. We're here to discuss the latest news for the second week of March 2021. I'm your host, Quentin Philpson, and to help break everything down is my co-host, Tristan. How are you doing this week? I'm doing great, Matt. How are you doing? I am doing well. I am doing well. You know, the week's been the same old as always, just sitting back, watching all the awards ceremonies for film and watching movies in between. Living the same life as always. I'm guessing same for you. I don't think I've watched any award shows since the last time we spoke. Um, I worked like a lot this week. So that's pretty much all I've been doing this week. Okay. How many hours did you work? Like 60 this week? Yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah, 57, 60, somewhere around there. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I worked 40. That, that's plenty. Plenty for me. I'm only working 24 this week, though, baby. So you haven't really seen any movies this week? You've been too busy working? Mm-hmm. I watched some. Like I watched that new Tom and Jerry movie. It wasn't good. I watched that too. No way. No way. Okay, so actually, I have a question for you then if you watch it. Because I, I watched it on a stream. So actually, I had a ticket to go see because I had a free like pass that I got for like, Christmas or whatever. And I had to use it by the end of the month, right? Right. But then like the day of, for some, I just decided not to go. I wasn't feeling it. All right? So I didn't go. Uh, then a couple days later, I'm like, man, I really regret not watching that movie. I should have gone to watch that movie. Right? And they, uh... I don't know if this is legit in the actual movie, but the stream I had, the audio, the music was terrible. There was this really loud and abrasive, not for every scene. So that's why I think it was the movie, because it was different music and only in like certain scenes, any sort of relatively action scene or whatever, if you want to call them action scenes. Um, there was this really loud music that was like, overly intense and super annoying, and that's all I could focus on the entire time any of those scenes popped up. Did that happen to you? So partially, like, I... During the quote-unquote action scenes, the score was intense. Like, wow, this is the next Avengers movie level intensity of its music. But it wasn't loud. Uh, I heard the film fine. Like, it was not Nolan levels. It wasn't overly loud. loud. You could hear the talking, whatever, fine. It was just like, it's all I could focus on. And it really bothered me. It really annoyed me. I didn't like it at all. Like, turn that off. It sounds terrible. Okay, I mean, it never really bothered me, I guess, so I don't know. I hated that. But it was, was very terrible. intense. They really wanted to make it seem like this was badass. Yeah, I think that bothered me. Rather than going more like a, a classic, like, comedic sort of track, you know, like what they had back in the original cartoons, right, with the music overlaying it or whatever, Yeah, it, it felt it felt real out of place. It took me out of the vibe. Well, I'll throw you out my theory, Tristan. I said this theory because I actually watched this with, uh, eight of my buddies in the film club, we all threw it on a screen and watched it together. And we were all having a good time. And afterwards, I threw out my theory to everybody and they all kind of realized I might be onto something. I don't think this was intentionally a Tom and Jerry movie. I think they had a movie of young girl who steals someone's job to work at a hotel with this dumbass wedding and this crappy storyline and they threw it to the producers and they went and Warner Brothers just went no one's gonna fucking watch a movie about some girl in a hotel hosting a wedding slap some uh (laughs) slap some characters that people know and let's like at least market this somehow so they threw on Tom and Jerry because Tom and Jerry had nothing to do with that crap storyline I would agree with you on that. If any of that crap storyline was actually good, there's no way people put effort into making that movie and then slap commentary on top of it because that movie sucked. That was even the weakest part. 
Every scene he felt like I was watching a Hallmark movie. <laughs> well, my theory is the husband that really wants to have elephants and drones for the wedding, that's the guy that wrote it. He really just wants to have drones and elephants in this movie. Like, it was just some random guy that was like, guys, guys, like, I really got this drone for Christmas and I really want to fucking use it. Let's make this into something. It was so bad. Like, and I don't know if it was the acting or if it was the script writing or what it was, but it all felt like a Hallmark movie. Every scene that were about like the actual humans, like the people, they felt like straight out of a Hallmark movie. I, yeah. I don't know which part it was. It could be all of it, like all combined together to make give it that. You know how a Hallmark movie has this like, vibe to them? They have a distinct feel when you're watching it, right? And it felt like that. I don't know why. Yeah. I do think it's a hilarious that the director's last name is Story. Yeah. It, they had a couple funny There were some moments that I thought were pretty funny. Um, I can't quite remember any of them off the top of my head, but I remember laughing like, a couple times, but... It wasn't a good movie. This does like not it. live up to the expectations set by Yogi Bear. That's for damn sure. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Yeah, like me and my buddies really went in. Just We wanted to watch a bad new movie together. And even we were having trouble just making fun of it. Like, it was just so boring. It was just boring. The yeah. human sections I didn't care for. Also, here's one part I noticed I thought was just real stupid, right? So as Quinn already mentioned, he, she stole some person. The main character steals a job at a hotel, right? Some other person was supposed to get this job or whatever was applying for the job, mm-hmm. and she ended up getting it. And it was like a mega hotel, right? Like this is like the best hotel you've ever seen, right? It's like the personal trainers are Olympic athletes. They got a Michelin star chef in the kitchen. This is like an elite super hotel. But the way she gets the job is she takes the other person's resume yep. and just hands the resume in. They look at the resume, and goes, "Yep, I like your stuff. You're hired. Let's go to work." And they put her to work right then and there. Like if, if you apply anywhere, even just McDonald's, it's at least a two-step process. You hand in your resume. They call you back a day later. They tell you to come in for an interview. They interview you. They call you back another day later and say, you got the job, come in on Monday for an orientation. Like here, they, she hand in the resume and goes, you're hired to get out on the floor and go work at like a super hotel. At like the greatest hotel in the world. And they just hire people off the streets? Well, like, well this is the flaw with her plan. And it, I thought you were going to point this out, but it cracked me up. Her strategy was to go to the hotel. She There's somebody that was going to apply for it with this resume. She pretends that, you know, she somehow gets the resume from the person, sends the person away, and uses this person's amazing resume to get this job. So she hands them the resume and goes, that's all my credentials. I can't wait to work for you guys. It's a good thing that they took her right on the spot, Tristan, because if they told her to go home and they'll give her a call, they're calling back the person that had that resume. Yeah. Because on the resume, it's not going to be the person who stole that number, right? Like, her plan yeah, was flawed. It, the, that's why I don't think it could have been that movie <laughs> and then they over on top of it. Because that movie doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite a movie. I love how this turned to a Tom and Jerry discussion. I watched this like a week and a half ago. I watched it the night it came out. When did I watch it? I don't know. I can't remember. Sometime last week. It's all a blur. Yeah, it's all a blur. Thursday, I want to say Thursday. No. Okay. Yeah, Thursday. I think Thursday. Okay, well, I'll take your word for it. Uh, the movies I saw this week, I, I watched, this was a pretty good week. I watched Dial M for Murder. I already told Tristan, but uh, really check it out. It's amazing. I'm obsessed with it. I, I already want to buy it on Blu-ray. It's really great Hitchcock film. I think it's my second favorite of his right now. Fantastic. Uh, and then... One that I thought was okay, but I thought I'd recommend it for you, Tristan. Fantastic Planet. Have you seen it? I have not, no. I'm only recommending it because it's an animated movie, and I know you like animated. 
I do like animated movies. It's really weird. It's like a I I think you'll like it, but might be too weird. But it's just a really interesting film. I was kind of creeped out by it, but it was pretty cool. Is it like for kids or no? Uh no, no. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. There's uh there's a lot of boobs in it. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, well, because is, uh, is it still a comedy? It's an adult comedy, or is it not a comedy? No, 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 no. It's not a comedy. It's an animated film. I didn't say comedy. Yeah, I know. Most animated movies tend to be comedy. Okay. Uh, no, no. It's like a weird dystopian world where humans are not the superior being on this planet. It's kind of oh, like it's okay. kind of poking. So sort of like a, sort of like a Planet of the Apes type thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot like that. And, like, the animal... And so the humans are, like, the mice of the world. We're, like, these pests, these rodents. And it's to kind of, like, poke fun of, like, how we treat animals. Well, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it, it's really interesting how, like... So all the humans are naked and, like, the superior aliens in this universe are the kind of, quote-unquote, humans of our world where they kind of dress him up and make him do silly things like what we do with like our pets and stuff. It's to really poke fun of how we treat other animals and how it's not right. Cause when we see the animals as us in this world, it's, it's interesting. It's really weird and creepy, but I, I liked it. I thought you might like it. So that one was good. And then I, I rewatched 12 angry men. You've seen that one trust, right? Yeah. 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 I like that movie. I just rewatched it. It's great. So, there you go. Well, I watched a few killers this week. Uh, you watched Tom and Jerry, and I watched uh, uh, some better movies, some might say. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, it's hard Tom to beat. Jerry was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to beat, uh, you know, a Tom and Jerry hitting each other with hammers. I was really excited. Tom and Jerry was a real disappointment. Now we, all we have to look forward to is Space Jam 2, and that better not disappoint also. That's right. Uh, we can go right into the first conversation here. Uh, are we talking about Lola Bunny? <laughs> We're talking about Lola Bunny, baby. So for those of you that don't know, uh, one of the stories this week is they finally released some photos of the Space Jam reboot. And people are up in arms right now with the new design for Lola Bunny. So Tristan, have you seen these photos? Uh, do you agree with the masses that this is an injustice to the world? Like, n- no, I, I, I don't really personally have an issue with it. Um, well, go over what happened first. Let people know. For people living under our rock. Yeah. So the Lola Bunny design in the original Space Jam, uh, she was given quite a figure, quite a physique in the, in the original one back in the early 2000s. But in this one, uh, they just... Really, they just removed the breasts and then they just gave her normal sports gear. And this is really freaking people out. They really do. They kind of just simplified her design. They just made her normal. Yeah. And they gave her just like a, like a regular, regular basketball t-shirt to wear rather than like the crop top t-shirt that she yeah. had in the first one um, that just went below her boobs or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm looking at pictures right now of the original one of, of the new design. I don't personally. I don't give a fuck at all. I don't care at all. This, this seems I, as someone who's excited for the movie and likes these kind of stupid half cartoon, half live action hybrid kind of movies. I love these things. Um, I, this doesn't bother me in in in, in the slightest. Well, yeah, because it literally does not affect the story. Like it's not like they're saying, "Oh, and all the Bugs Bunny characters 
are now going to be all voiced by Danny DeVito. That might change your <laughs> the actual film, but well, that uh, would make me more excited. <laughs> yeah, that would make it better. But uh, just changing how one character looks, and it's not even that drastic. She's just wearing. It's a- not that big. Honestly, I think the biggest thing they did was well, one they made her shorter, also, um, which that could affect how she plays in basketball. In all That's fairness, true. Yeah, uh, and then they gave her a new outfit. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just the outfit that's really changed. Like her shorts now go like halfway down her leg, like halfway towards her knee, rather than being like the real like shortcut shorts. So I think that's why her legs look real thinner. Most because you don't see her, her, you know, you don't see as much. It's a uh, yeah, more conservative, I guess. Yeah, but also that's I guess just... it's too like everyone's mad about this. One half of people mad because they made her not sexy. The other half of people mad. Because they're saying that just because you got big boobs or big ass, you can't be good at sports, right? In order to be strong and physical athlete or whatever, you can't have you can't be busty and shit like that. So both people, both sides of the argument are mad about this one. Um, so they really pleased no one with the new design. Should have just left the freaking same. They didn't solve a problem with this, but I don't think they also I don't think they made a problem either. I don't care, but I I question why they bother doing it. Well, should I raise the question? Should they do what Sonic did and they redesign it and get everybody stoked again? No, because I don't think this will impact ticket sales at all. With Sonic, if they, they if they went with the original look, I don't think they, I don't think it would have been as big of a hit it was. I don't think they would have liked it as much. Here, I don't think it's going to impact very many ticket sales, so it won't be worth the money for them to go back and change it. And also, I think there would be a bit of an uproar if they changed it to a more respectable look for a female character in the Looney Tunes, and then they went back to changing it to that yeah, design. Yeah, I think parents would probably be mad at that, right? Yeah. I don't think too many parents are too mad about the way she looked in the original. Sure, it was a little sexy, but that's not an issue. That's not. It's not. Kids aren't going to notice. It's not. It doesn't really matter. But if yeah. you go back and change a character to look more sexy in the kids' movie. That's kind of, that's a little, why are you doing that? Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're already a step back, nobody really realized that you're a step back right now. But if you take the step forward and then step back, now they realize, well, now you're intentionally doing it. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of They did also, more importantly speaking, though, they changed the characters' uniforms. The jerseys look different. And I like the old logo way better. Oh, yeah? I haven't really looked in too much at the jerseys, but I don't have an issue with them kind of changing the look of the team they're trying to go for like a they got a new player out there with the looney tunes they gotta make it feel different yeah it's a new legacy right yeah of course they want to make it look different yeah and you know they also they have i saw just today that they confirmed pepe Le Pew will not be in the movie yes that was the other story yeah and even though there was a scene shot where lebron james teaches him about consent which i think would have been hilarious but they never animated that scene and it won't be in the actual movie yeah, I think that would have been fun too because uh, that's the issue with Pepe Le Pew is uh, he does not yes, know consent. he's very rapey. Yeah, so that I think would have been fun if they had that character in there and then they had that scene to address what's wrong with that character. I just think that scene would have been hilarious. Yeah. I personally don't care about them removed from the character as long as my boy Daffy's still in there, you know. That's well, all that really matters. I'm going to be real with you, Tristan. I don't care what they do to this movie because I don't plan on watching it. What? <laughs> blasphemy how are you not stoked is it a hot take i don't like the first space jam i'm done with this podcast <laughs> i'm tapping out now i only i'll be honest with you i never grew up with the first space jam i didn't see the first space jam until i was like older okay I, I think i've only ever actually seen it once i mean i gotta rewatch it before i watch the second one or i'd be way confused yeah um 
the first one was just fun from my memory. It was pretty simple. The plot was just they needed to win, beat these big guys at basketball. They found someone who knew how to play basketball. Um, yeah. But I thought it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it's, it. It's a sports movie, and I don't really love... Like, I like the Looney Tunes. I watch those shorts every now and then when I was a kid. Like, they're fun, but I don't love them. I don't. I didn't really love the Looney Tune characters, and I don't like sports, so I never really loved the movie. It's fine. I saw it once, I think three years ago, so similar to you. I did not grow up with this, and I watched it when I was, like, 20 for the first time. So, yeah, uh, I don't love it. I guess I'll watch it if, like, somebody's like, hey, let's throw this on. Sure. Like, I'll check it out, but I'm not, like, there's nothing they could do to this movie that's going to encourage me to stop watching it or watching it more. Like, What, I, if, what if they made care. Lola Bunny sexy again? Uh, no, I think maybe my idea of having all the characters voiced by Danny DeVito, that would do it. See, I was a little surprised at first they'd make another Space Jam. They, they did basketball again. I kind of thought they might have changed the sport up, you know? Yeah, that would have been more interesting i think uh if they change the sport especially they pick like a super lame sport like golf or curling well, okay or i was about to throw out oh it's funny how you said that as an example but the one i was about to throw out is let's do the opposite of space jam where we have was it michael jordan see i don't even remember who's in the movie it was michael jordan yeah, yeah so michael jordan he was playing golf and then he goes through one yeah, of the golf so you want Tiger Woods playing basketball and he gets sucked yeah, in Yeah, so I want Tiger Woods to play basketball. He falls into the net and then he pops out and he has to play golf. Yeah, that's what I want. Or what is it in an eSport? You have to play Call of Duty to save the world. And they get Ninja in there to play Call of Duty with them? Well, if they're going to get Ninja, they might as well just do Fortnite. No, that's what they expect you to do. <laughs> that's what they expect you to do. Or they could do Among Us. Let's do uh, Looney Tunes Among Us. There you go. That could be fun. And then you can release a, like a video game to go inside the movie. And you got to think that'd be a hot seller, right? People would buy that game. That's a good point, yeah. an actual good game. Yeah, they that'd do That'd be that. great. Yeah. Uh, Tasmanian Devil would be super sus. I would not trust him. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, he'd definitely be an alien. Well, actually, uh, the, what, the, the Martian, he's definitely going to be one of the aliens. Yeah, I wouldn't, try, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust Elmer Fudd at all. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely aligning with... Uh, bugs and i guess lola uh, the, the the new design of lola i trust that design yeah i wouldn't trust tweety that's for sure <laughs> would not trust tweety for a second space jam reboot uh the among us video game there you go that would definitely age well in two years <laughs> it's terribly <in> two years. <laughs> yeah imagine Maybe show- that's why they didn't want to do an esport like yeah this won't be relevant in a year's time so we can't do it Unless we want to play, like, League of Legends or something. Yeah, but, like, imagine 10 years' time, you show your kids, like, all right, little Bobby, let's uh, come sit on my lap. Let me show you this movie I grew up with 10 years ago. You toss on the Bugs Bunny Among Us. That would age great. The kid's like, what's this? They have to, like, do tasks. They're putting wires together. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that would look horrible. So, yeah, maybe best they're sticking to basketball. That that hasn't changed in a couple decades. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, and maybe that's why they keep doing... Uh, maybe that's why sport movies are the same, because they use the same 10 sports that they have that's been the same 10 sport formats for the last 1,000 years. Is um, there even 10? 
What what movies? What sports get movies based on? Football, basketball, easily get the most. Then probably hockey and baseball, right? So you got those four. And soccer. What you said soccer. Movies. So, so there's some like bend it like back on the whatnot. So we can give soccer for number five. Like like what? There's there's cool runnings. If you want to call bobsleds, but it's one movie, right? Like that's yeah. not. Yeah, there's like a few, yeah, movie. there's like a spinoff of of other sports, but it's like one or two movies, not yeah a million. Yeah, you're right. Even it's like volleyball, unless we won't count cheerleading, then the bringing off franchise alone can can put that one maybe number six for most movies. There's like <laughs> nine of those suckers. That's a good point. I'm trying to think if there's any other sports. Right. There's really only like five sports people make movies on. That's why they even feel even more repetitive. It's the same five. And it's really mostly just football and basketball. Like like soccer, hockey, baseball get like one every five years. Yeah, basketball's a lot. Yeah, basketball, football—you get one a year, pretty much. You can yeah. pretty much guarantee one. Yeah, you're right. I'd be surprised if there's a year in film history that doesn't have a basketball or football movie. Yeah, yeah. And there's like that one weird year that had both a hockey, baseball, and soccer movie, but no football or, or basketball. Yeah, year. Okay. I told you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the real sport movie fans are going to be in the Twitter right now, letting me know. Oh well, actually, in 2013, uh, there was soccer and swimming and cheerleading, and I can't remember. I can't even think of any other sports. Uh, and a curling and, movie, yeah, volleyball, but there was no basketball or football. So there. Oh, yeah, you know what? I thought of another sport that gets a uh, probably number six most movies. All possibly even number like three or four most movies. What? Boxing. Boxing gets a lot of movies. Yeah, boxing gets a lot. Yeah, racing. Do we count racing? Oh uh, well, if you have, if it's like NASCAR or something, yes. Fast and Furious, no. So like, Talladega Nights like, could count as a sport movie. Fast, Fast Five, no. That's Ford v sport. Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a sport. Yeah. That's, okay. That, that, that count. Yeah. 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 So I guess racing would probably be up there too. Yeah. Yeah. Racing and boxing. I agree. They're more like the unconventional sports, but they're there quite a bit. Yeah, they get quite a few. Yeah, especially boxing. There's That's almost once a year as well. Yeah, there's quite a few boxing. There you have it. It's Space Jam. They could have used all these sports to really spice it up. Yeah. yeah. And then well, what they could have done, Quentin, is they could have had one for... They could have had a whole franchise, like a bunch of different sports. And then have like the Olympics or something. It's like the Avengers Endgame type thing, you know? Yeah. And they could be like spinoff movies. Like maybe, maybe just Bugs Bunny goes and plays golf, right? And, and, and just Tweety Bird becomes a synchronized swimmer, right? And then they all could come to the Olympics, though, to save all of, like, yeah. Toon Kingdom. I love the idea of uh, your one example of a swimmer is the bird. I like that. Yeah. Why not? That's true. Elmer Fudd would, of course, be doing, like, the, the battalion thing about shooting the fox, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, with the gun. Yeah. That, that, that's an obvious one. You know, some of them are pretty, are give-me's. Tasmanian Devil is, of course, the sprinter, right? Yeah. No, Roadrunner. Roadrunner is a sprinter. Yeah, Roadrunner right? is a sprinter, and that's a short movie. Uh, yeah, it's not very long. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the shorts that you can get at Paramount Plus, or or I guess it'd be Warner Brothers at HBO Max. Yeah, that'll be just like the tw- eight minute short that plays before the movie when you're gonna go watch the the coy- the Coyote movie. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is a much longer, tougher film to watch. Yeah. Uh, another thing that's gotten people upset about Tristan, there was Lola Bunny. And then the week before, we talked about the potato head. But now we got the Dr. Seuss. Yeah, man. Yeah, and uh, this is one similar to Mr. Potato Head. It was just lack of knowledge that certainly became quite a uproar for people. 
that Dr. Seuss is canceled. Dr. Dr. Seuss isn't canceled. <laughs> like, imagine Dr. Seuss is up in heaven right now. And he's just like, wait, what? Are, wait, what are these people saying down he, there? He has a knock on his door, yeah. and there's Jesus. He goes, that's it, man. we got to send you downstairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, don't do this to me, man. He goes, yeah. I'm sorry. you got to go down there. He's and like, he wait, to, wait, wait. What happened? I, I, I didn't say anything bad up here. They're going, no, it's not up here. It's, it's uh, down there on Earth. They, uh, they're they canceling you now. hide it from us, eh? <laughs> you know, yeah. You, they you, found it. Yeah, you you were dead like a couple decades ago, but that ain't changing, my boy. Uh, you're canceled again. Yeah. yeah. Decades later, they finally got that guy, Tristan, that scoundrel. They finally caught him. Yeah, he's, he's not a real doctor after all. Yeah, he thought he got away with it, but no, we fu- it took us a while, it took us a couple decades, but uh, we we got we caught up to you, Doctor Seuss. But uh, you you know what's really going on for those that aren't aware. They canceled. Five of his books. The five of his stories are no longer going to going on the shelves or in libraries anymore because in their five of his lesser works. What? You can probably still find them in libraries. I doubt Probably, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they won't be selling them on the shelves. Uh, and it's five of his lesser works, from what I know. I would have to get the actual books here, but they're just ones that just haven't aged that well over overall. But like, it's yeah. none of his classics. So like, all of his classics yeah. are fine. There's nothing wrong with green eggs and ham. Well, a little pure pressure, but other than that, nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with green eggs and ham. Yeah. All right? You yeah, can still no. buy Cat in the Hat, okay? They're not going anywhere. Yeah, I wish they canceled the movie Cat in the Hat, but uh, no, that's, that hasn't been canceled. Yeah. Our brother would be so mad at you for saying that. He loves that movie. What? Wait, our brother whenever hated we, Whenever we sit there, go, all right, what movie should we watch? He always goes, Cat in the Hat. We're like, no, we're not watching Cat in the Hat. He goes, come on, man, I want to watch Cat in the Hat. I'm like, no. Is that like... He always he, wants to watch Cat in the Hat. Is that now or back when he was younger? No, like 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 today he was talking about Cat in the Hat, I think. Are we talking about, like, our 15-year-old brother? That's, yeah, that's the one. He loves it. <laughs> Why did I not know this? That's hilarious. Yeah, every day, guys, I know we should watch on Friday. We're like, what? cat in the hat like no we're not watching cat in the hat man i was not picturing our 15 year old brother was pro cat in the hat i haven't lived there in a while so i wasn't aware of this i thought maybe 10 years ago he was when he was six he was pushing for cat in the hat and i just forgot about it but nope uh it's still alive mike myers is pushing through he is a big fan of cat in the hat my memory is a pretty it's a pretty ridiculously funny movie like it's just ridiculous yeah uh actually Make a little side note. Uh, we can keep talking here, but I'm going to look up the cinematographer because I remember it's insane. For Cotton Hat? Yeah. I almost already have it pulled up here. Let me get it here. Yeah, the cinematographer. Want me to tell you what the cinematographer for this film has also done? Sure. He is the cinematographer for The Tree of Life, Children of Men, uh, two films that are known for having beautiful cinematography but are not you know, as well-known to the public. So let me throw you out three well-known cinematic films that you would know, Tristan. We have The Revenant. We have Gravity. And we have Birdman. Hmm. But and most importantly, Cat in the Hat. Yeah, Cat in the Hat. Like, the, he is known as one of the best cinematographers in modern film right now. Like, Gravity and Birdman, I believe, did he win an Oscar for both of those? He did for Birdman. I think, he, I assumed he did for Gravity. I've never seen Gravity. I've seen Birdman, but I haven't seen Gravity. Yeah. Uh, so he's literally an Oscar winner, this guy. Like, he is known as one of the best cinematographers 
out on the field right now. And yeah, uh, he did the cinematography for Cat in the Hat. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah. I, from my memory, Cat in the Hat was pretty solid. Yeah. And uh, to be fair, like if you look up, like the some of the shots of the film is actually pretty nice. <laughs> like it's a pretty nicely shot film. So. Yeah, and, and the aesthetic of the movie, although weird, was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the movie was good. Uh, the, the screenplay was not. They did what they could with it, though. They really made it work. Mike Myers did his best. <laughs> yeah, I would argue. I don't think Doctor Seuss translates well to film. I just don't think that should be a thing. Uh, excuse me, Quentin. Have you not seen Horton Who Who? <laughs> Actually, I do think I would have to say that might be the single best Dr. Seuss film. It's probably also the most estranged from the book, though, in all fairness. Yeah, and it's also the one that is, like, the most underrated. Yeah. People hate that like, movie. Like that's It's never a, talked about. Yeah, that, like, that's genuinely a hated film. People think that film sucks. And uh, I'm, I'm here to tell you that uh, Horton Hears Who is getting a bad rap. It's a good film. It is a good movie. And then they gave like the rights to Illumination instead, and they made Lorax and a uh and the Grinch. Yeah. Neither of which were good. From right here, I don't know if you heard this, but I heard it because of Cat in the Hat and the way it was received and whatnot. They're like that's it. No more live action Doctor Seuss movies. Only animated stuff. Which makes sense. I don't think live action works good. Like I don't know. I thought both Cat in the Hat and Halle Grinch still Christmas were bangers. I think How the Grinch Stole Christmas was pretty good. I don't, I don't think Cat in the Hat's that great. I don't think it's horrible. <laughs> I think they're both hilarious. I, I think yeah. they're both really funny. I think How the Grinch Stole Christmas was the better movie for sure. Yeah, I think um, Grinch Stole Christmas is hilarious and it still has like a fun story. While... And it's a good Christmas movie. It, it's, a, it's a good Christmas movie. Yeah, while Cat in the Hat is hilarious to watch with some buddies and some drinks, but yeah. probably not actually good. I'm, yeah, if it's just ridiculous comedies, though, you, you, you'll probably find it normal. Yeah, I haven't seen Cat in the Hat in a while, so... I feel like I should. Yeah, uh, maybe I should watch it with my little brother. He seems to really yeah, like it. Yeah, maybe I should finally keep into Hayden and, and, and just watch Cat in the Hat. Yeah, like... yeah, that's right. Yeah, so... Yeah, Dr. Seuss people seem to be upset about it. I feel like they saw the headline and they did not read that it's just five of his extremely and it, it's, i thought it was six maybe you're saying five i always thought it was six. Oh, maybe it is and six they're movies they're books that you've almost certainly never heard of and even if you have heard of them you probably never freaking read and if um, you heard of them and you actually care you probably already own it or if not you can still go find them at the secondhand bookstores or online for probably super cheap well, actually honestly probably a lot more money now once they saw that they they they, they take the, the, bought, the price in those way up but uh yeah you probably could have gotten from like 50 cents to a dollar prior to this week. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like since they're so unknown, if you wanted to get it, you should have already gotten it. And if you just have a new child, if you're you're like, oh. get it now. It's probably not because you're a big Dr. Seuss fan. Yeah, it's probably because you want it's to see how edgy it is. Also a racist. Yeah. Another quick story we can have here is the, Critics' Choice Awards. They happened last night. Uh, we're not going to get into detail like we did with the Globes because really this isn't as big as the Globes. Well, you know, presentation-wise, uh, th these awards are going to be much more similar to the Oscars. So I guess importance-wise, probably are more important. But uh, though, there's just a few things I wanted to talk about. Nothing too. We're not going to walk through everything again. But the big one is they have an award for the 
Young Actor slash Actress Award. So it's for like anybody under a certain age. I don't remember the specific age. I think it's either like under 18, 16 or something like that. For like a young performer. And Tristan, our favorite our favorite little kid, Alan Kim from Inari won. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And uh, I'm based on the fact that you didn't realize that there was an award ceremony this week. I would. I didn't want this one. I, though I saw it like on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, like some of the winners after they were announced. Yeah. Um, I for sure didn't watch though. Didn't know what was happening. First mention that award though, I assumed it was going to go to the little girl from News of the World. Yeah. Like here she's even getting some talk about you know best supporting actress nominees or whatever. Right. I never saw that movie, so I can't say. But I'm super happy that the guy from Minari got it. Yeah. A lot of I people. Grandma killed it. Yeah. I think everybody going in thought it was going to be the little girl from News of the World because she's been getting a bit of hype around possibly getting a supporting actress, like you said, Tristan. So yeah. Alan Kim was a surprise and a pleasant one. Cause I think everybody that has seen Minari can acknowledge that he might be the best part. Like he's just so adorable. Yeah, for sure. Him and the grandma are easily the best part. It's what you care about the most when watching the movie. Oh, you don't care about the other stuff, but that's like the, the beating heart of the film. I would say. Yeah. Sure. Like the other stuff drives the story, but the kid and the grandmother drives the heart of the film. It's the reason why you yeah. connect with it. Yeah, for sure. Them and their love of mountain water. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would recommend Tristan, anybody that hasn't seen the video, watch Alan Kim win. It's really adorable. I watched it twice. It's really cute. He just starts crying and it's, he's just such a little kid. It's so adorable. Cause he yeah. never thought that it's he would. It's a big award to win for yeah. when you're what, five or six? Yeah. Critics choice award. Uh, they're, they're yeah, it's, it's one of the bigger awards of the year, so it's pretty crazy. I'm surprised. Like, I know like a lot of music, like the Grammys and stuff, always have the best new artist. There really isn't. I guess this is the only thing in lieu of that for acting, eh? It's yeah. obviously not at the Oscars or anything. You feel like some of that might be a little more of a popular, popular award to hand out. Yeah, uh, the Oscars doesn't do stuff like that, but there are awards for either young actress slash actress or debut director, like new directing. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, directing isn't an Oscar. The young actor and actress is a little tough, right? Because like, if he performs again next year, he's obviously going to also be a uh, young. He's only going to be probably seven or six. I don't know how old he is now. Yeah. Uh, but he's also already an award-winning actor. So do you give it to him again, or do you give it to a uh, someone who's new? And because it's feeling like it's supposed to go someone who's new or whatever. But if you just keep acting when you're young, because you went for five years in a row until you come out of age, like it's a good so point. Debut director makes a little more sense. Or even debut actor and actress, but that's tough. Because typically your very first thing. Kind of sucks. Um, yeah. Debut director, I think, could and probably should be a, a real Oscar, I would think. But uh, yeah, that would be, be a tough award. Yeah. No, I agree. And this year has fantastic debut films for directors. Like, I think this is one of the more stacked lists for debuts because my two favorite films of the year, Promising Young Woman and Sound of Metal, were both debut films. One Night in Miami was also a debut film. I th- believe there was a few others that I know. Uh, never rarely, sometimes always. I th- believe that was, and I liked that one as well. But uh, yeah, these, these are some pretty good movies for sure. I didn't know. I don't know any of these people were, were debut actor, directors. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, very impressive. Are. Yeah. So uh, Emerald uh, Emerald Fennell has been sweeping the debuts because <laughs> her film's like one of the top contenders for best picture nominations. So uh, yeah, she's definitely yeah, been getting mean, that. It, Pretty young woman is such a promising young woman. 
I always screw that up. <laughs> Every freaking time, man. Um, yeah. That's a big movie, like a big project to be your first, your first director all debut. You know what I mean? That's like never really sometimes always great and all, but it's, it feels like a smaller film. Like, there's only a couple of actors, lots going on in the plot, not as in depth. We're promising young woman is that's a there's a lot of stuff going on in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, I was shocked when I heard it was a debut. Yeah. Even Sound of Metal is pretty impressive uh, for, yeah. for a debut. And One Night in Miami, that's impressive too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so uh-huh. a lot of great debut films. So I, I always thought that would have been a really interesting award if it was in the Oscars. Nobody really pays yeah. too much attention to awards that aren't also going to be in the Oscars because they don't really matter, right? Yeah, I feel that that would be good. Oscar category. Yeah. I think it would have been a really exciting one. I think Finnell would have still won, but it would just be fun because I Regina King is one of few. Sound of Metal is one of few. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think I would have to double check, but I'm pretty sure Judas and the Black Messiah is also a debut film. Oh, shoot. Wow, that is a lot of really... Yeah, I'm pretty sure those are the five that keep getting nominated. Uh, let me quickly just double check before I confirm that here. Um, I believe... So, technically, yes. Technically, yes. What does that mean? Uh, he had one film in 2013 that was an hour and 10 minutes, but it wasn't actually like presented as a like a feature film. Gotcha. So, this is his first feature film. So he That's why he's been nominated. It would technically count. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Uh, pretty stacked group of films, really. Uh, some of my favorites. I love Judas as well. Have you seen that one yet, Trist? I haven't seen that one. No, I gotta get around to it still. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Um, and then a few others, most notably, would be Promising Young Woman. It did not do well in the Golden Globes, but it walked away with two wins here, Tristan, for the uh, Critics' Choice, and that is... Best Female Lead, right? I yeah. know that was one of them. Yeah, Best Female Lead, and the one I'm even more stoked about, Best Screenplay, baby. Best Screenplay. Who's normally been winning that so far? Trial of Chicago 7. Trial, yeah. So these are both original screenplays, then, I take it? Yeah. Who's the one that adapted this year? A Nomadland's been winning. Oh, I don't know Nomadland was adapted from anything. Yeah, it's based off of a book. Mostly, yeah. I don't know if I'd really give that like, a screenplay award to Nomadland. You know yeah, I'm I mean? a big Nomadland fan. I've been wanting it to win Best Director, Picture, and Actress for few weeks now but uh i yeah, i'd be the first to say i think screenplay is extremely well done because it they took real life stories of nomads and then implemented it into the script pretty flawlessly so it's it's very well done but there's a lot of well done adapted screenplay so it's not one that i'm rooting for but like i'm fine with it yeah yeah i don't really thought of that, that one winning screenplays or anything but hey fair enough i guess Yes, so Promising Young Woman walked away with two pretty exciting wins. The, obviously, for me, screenplay is huge. Uh, going into the Oscars, Tristan, I'm, I'd be happy with pretty much anything, but I'll be really happy if uh, Promising Young Woman gets screenplay. Yeah, that, that would be huge. I really think the screenplay in particular, I think, is going to trial Chicago 7. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's it's definitely the front runner. I do think there's a chance. I think I'm about seventy five percent chance for trial. I think it's got twenty five percent chance. I think it's got a, it's got it's got an opportunity. It can. It can happen. 
It's starting to get some momentum for the screenplay. And I also, I just genuinely think it's the best screenplay of the year. It's as simple as that. But we can also talk about another one that I thought was interesting. We have a tie for editing for the Critics' There's a Choice. Tie? Yeah, Critics' Choice, they tend to have ties every now and then. So people really How thought... How do they have a tie? <laughs> That's the most pathetic award show I've ever heard of. You can have a freaking tie. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's really of losers. It normally happens once a year. I don't know how it happens, but normally one award has a tie every year. They need to add one more credit or take one credit away. It's so a freaking odd number. Yeah. Yeah, you think, right? Uh, I don't know how it happens. Every year, one award gets a tie. I don't know how that... It seems to be pretty common. They should fix that. A lot of people, including myself, assume that would go to Best Actress. Like, they would really... Since it's so tight with so many people, it might just end up a tie between two of them. Which didn't yeah. happen. But it ended up happening to Editing, which I'm happy with. Because it went to Trial, which was the obvious front runner. And it went to Sound of Metal. Trial is a front runner for editing? Isn't that like one of the weakest parts of the freaking uh, movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the editing for Trial, but... Uh, yeah, I hated it. I thought I, I, I would have assumed that Nomadland was going to be a front runner for editing. Yeah, uh, you would think. Uh, for some reason, Trial's been getting a lot of editing wins. And Nomadland's been getting a decent amount, too. But Sound yeah. of Metal, which has been getting barely any, because it's one of the more underrated films right yeah, now it's more of an indie film compared to a lot of the other ones yeah you know, like we're just happy that he got a riz ahmed no I'm, like it's just here to say hello it's not really a contender for much but he got it win for editing which is great because dare i say tristan i think it's probably the best film with editing like the best editing in a film in a couple years i think it's extremely it's for well sure edited. better than trial of Charles seven i don't think that editing that movie is very good at all well <laughs> yeah yeah i thought that was one of the weaker parts of the film yeah, I don't know why Charles is getting all this buzz for editing. I don't know where that came from. I'm with you, Trust. Yeah, that's, that's a little weird. Yeah, I was shocked and happy to see that Sound of Metal got that nom and got that win. So good for them. Yeah, for sure. Well deserved, for sure. Yeah. Craig's choice is over. Those are the ones I wanted to point out, the exciting ones. No, I guess another one is Nomadland won Best Picture. So that's another win under its belt. Uh, you know, that that's pretty much it. Those are the only exciting ones for me, because, you know, Sound of Metal and Promising Young Woman. Hamilton won Best Television Film Awards. There you go. I saw that. Well-deserved. Yeah, I figured you'd be excited for that one. I figured I'd throw one out for Tristan, since I was talking about my favorites. But uh, the Craig's Choice just wrapped up, and this morning, uh, just a couple hours since we recorded, the PGA just released their nominations, and they have 10 films here. And once again, very similar to the last awards that we did, the Critics' Choice for the top 10 films, uh, they tend to be very similar to the Oscars as well. So I'm just going to throw these 10 out here, Tristan, and we can kind of see some similarities between the last nominations. This one has Trial Chicago 7, Sound of Metal, Promising Young Woman, One Night in Miami, Nomadland, Minari, Mank, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Borat Subsequent Movie Film. Those are the 10. I mean, I feel like when you get to pick 10 movies, you're just going to pick all the slightly potential nominees for Best Picture for the Oscars. Yeah, but there's a um, lot of potentials that are not there. Like which ones? There's The Father, The Five Bloods, News of the World. News of the World was the one I picked up on that wasn't there. The Five Bloods, yeah, that makes sense. Father. Yeah, so there's a few there that have been in talks that aren't there, and some of them were also missing out on the... Critics' Choice a few weeks ago when they released their 10 nominations. 
the one thing that, the only thing that I want to mention about, the only reason why I brought this up, Tristan, the movie that I didn't think is getting the attention for anything, but has now been nominated for both of these, and just one editing, Sound of Metal. Yeah, I almost don't think Sound of Metal is a dark horse in the, in the race here uh, to get some noms for the Oscars. Yeah, like obviously I think the Oscars is only going to have eight or nine noms. Borat isn't happening. And then the rest of that list is pretty much the list, except instead of Sound of Metal, I would assume it's The Father or News of the World or Defy Bloods. Like I would not, I keep thinking Sound of Metal doesn't have a chance, but it might. I'd like to think it does. I think it does. I'm going to it's got a shot for getting a nom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a winning, but yeah, it might have a shot at the nom, which is more than you can ask for. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I think we discussed everything. I believe I have one more story here. Uh, well, I got two little stories here, Tristan. Both of them have to do with food. You know, I think me and you like to break down companies' marketing tactics here, a lot of these big chains. Uh, and the first one I want to talk about is Chipotle. Have you heard of their new launch? I have not, no. So this is the more exciting one. Uh, so Ooh, all right. a couple months ago... I'm trying to, it might've been like a year ago. It was a while actually. So you might not have even been here, but we discussed the McDonald's scented candles. Do you remember that? I, I have heard of like scented, I've heard of like McDonald's and even KFC scented candles before, but I don't think I was here for it now. Yeah. So McDonald's had the Big Mac scented candles where it was five candles of each individual ingredient in the Big Mac. It was, sorry, it was the quarter pounder. It was the mustard, the ketchup, the beef, the sesame seed bun, and the pickles. I think those were the four cents you could get, or the five cents. Yes, pickle scented candle, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, I, me and Welling, I think we got into quite a discussion on what does a sesame seed bun candle smell like? I think it would smell like a bakery in the morning. Yeah, like fresh bread, yeah we kind of just know? assumed it would just smell like a nice fresh bread and nothing like what a real quarter pounder bun smells like. But, you know, no. yeah, that's what we assumed as well. But Tristan, now we moved away from scented candles to Chipotle launching a makeup collection. Makeup collection. Uh, so I don't, I, I know very bare bones about makeup. makeup <laughs> yeah, same collection. here. Uh, maybe we need like a professional like my fiance to weigh in here. But so, as far as like one of those like palettes, right? They have all like the powdery stuff of all the different colors. Is yeah. that what we're talking about? Yeah, exactly. It's one of those palettes where they got all the different colors and each one's a different ingredient. You got the guacamole you got the yeah, salsa. Yeah, this one's one. Did it pay extra for the guac? Like, is that on all, or did it pay like <laughs> I think it's part of it, actually. No, it's a great deal. It's already part of it. Wow. that Who who just includes guac? That's crazy. That would be really funny. If you get the palette, and then when you go up to pay for it, they like pull out the little guac palette on the side. Yeah, and like, do you want to pay an extra two fifty for this? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That would be really funny. Actually, uh, Chipotle kind of screwed up. That would have been hilarious. I would have paid two fifty for that. Uh, yeah, who wouldn't have? Yeah, so, yeah, there you go. Chipotle's got their new makeup collection. Me and Andrew just had our four-year anniversary. I should have bought her that. I should have bought her the uh, Chipotle makeup tin. You should have got her the pickle scented candle. You <laughs> yeah. yeah, I should have. I'm trying to see if they have a list of all the ingredients. Uh, for some reason, they don't. Oh, the guac is included in the eyeshadow 12-color palette as one of the 12 colors. There's also the rice color. That seems so white, I guess. Uh, you know, whatever you want there. They also have chips, salsa, colors in there. But it says here that the 
eyeshadow palette costs $16. And you can pay extra to get the extra guac face sponge set for 10 bucks. Okay, I mean, that's something. Yeah. I was so you said it's only $16? See, my other understanding of makeup, and especially these like palette things, I thought they were really, I thought they were like 80 bucks a pop. I remember some friends, like I had friends in college shop who would go shopping up at Sephora, like the makeup store on the wall yeah. there. And I'll go in with them or whatever. And like they would drop like two, three hundred bucks on like on like like different palettes one. Like they were expensive. So sixteen bucks seems like a steal. Yeah. So here, uh Andrew's right here in the room. Andrea is sixteen dollars for a twelve color eyeshadow palette with all these Chipotle ingredients. Is that a steal? Yeah. Pretty good, right? How much do you pay for the non-Chipotle eyeshadow palette? I don't wear that stuff, but I'm pretty sure they're like $30 to $40. There you go. Or maybe even more. There you go. Uh, what about, Andrea, the Make It Hot Sauce Lip Gloss for $8? Is that a good deal? Yeah, it's a good deal. I you get lip gloss for pretty cheap. Yeah, but this is the Make It Hot Sauce lip gloss. Trip. Is this spicy? When you put this on, is it like you like your lips get spicy and you lots like spicy hot ones or whatever? I feel is it like that? that? I don't know. I hope so. It'd be hilarious. It'd be like one of those prank things, like pulling like the stick of gum and it shocks you. It's like, here, borrow my chapstick. They put it on and yeah. burns their lips. What I want to know is the extra guac face sponge set for $10. I want to know if it makes your face taste like guacamole. Because I, I would be all over, like, kissing some girl's cheeks if she's got guac sauce on her. Yeah, it's you licking your, your fiancé's face. <laughs> yeah. The police comes over and he's like, oh, sir, uh, this is uh, yeah. inappropriate. Please go back to your dorm. And I'm like, no, no, sir, lick her face. It's guac. It's guac. Yeah, he's like, oh, sorry, that sorry about that. terrible. <laughs> I didn't realize that. My We're, apologies. The more you talk, the less interested I am in these products. <laughs> no. This is a steal. I'm, I'm just gonna like put it on myself, and then if I'm ever like hungry, I could just grab a chip and rub it on my face. That makes sense. Yeah, and you don't you don't even have to dip it in hot sauce. You already got it all on your lips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's already on my lips. So I can already taste it when I take a bite. That's right. If you were to pick another fast food chain to make up their own makeup palette, which one would you pick, Winston? Ah, <sighs> I feel like. We definitely don't want to do another Mexican dish because you don't want to really... It's it's a tough no. market out there with Chipotle. They're similar. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of... Uh, what's another place or girl... Like Starbucks. I think Starbucks could really go in on that. See, I, I was thinking Subway. You see, because you don't want to pick them with lots of colors and stuff, right? Yeah, Subway's more colorful. And, and like Subway's got lots of colors going on, like the tomatoes and pickles and onions. You know, everything's different colored. So yeah. I think Subway could, could, could be pretty good. I was trying to think of a place, since Chipotle is kind of like, it's not fast food, it's more like higher end. Yeah, kind I think of it was a fast food, I think it's called. Yeah, so that's why I was thinking Starbucks, because they're also kind of fancy for some people. That's fair. That's fair. You're going to get a lot of browns and whatnot. With yeah, the, yeah. It just wouldn't be as know. colorful. Yeah, it wouldn't be as bright. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, so it, make, it, it might make it actually more useful. Yeah. Yeah, probably different shades. Not that I know too much about the use of the, like, eyeshadow. When you think of eyeshadow, I guess it's normally actually colored, isn't it, eyeshadow? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not like foundation or bronze or anything. It's always going to be more like skin colored. McDonald's did the scented candles. Chipotle did the makeup palette. Is there 
another item that another fast food chain can do? Like what's the next trend they could jump on here? Well, Burger King also did video games already. <laughs> In the original Xbox yeah. day. Well, and Xbox KFC game. already did a uh, Hallmark film a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Taco Bell did an advent calendar. <laughs> yeah, so we're already running out of companies, Joe's. Man, who's left? Wendy's. What can Wendy's do? Oh, Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's has got to get in on... Okay, what can Wendy's do here? Actually, speaking of that, though, just, just like two days ago, I had Baconator-flavored Pringles. Does that count? Uh, I don't know. Like, but branded from Wendy's, like, Baconator uh, Pringles. I just thought of a thing that Wendy's could do here. Uh, got a very popular game that people love. Wendy's is known for roasting people. So why don't we do a Wendy's Cards Against Humanity? Oh, that's not a bad idea. That's pretty good. Yeah, and then like a bunch of like the zingers would be other fast food chains making fun of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that could be good. Yeah, like most regretful day of my life. And then you pull out the, it'd be like uh, sleeping with some girl on Tinder in a subway parking lot. Yeah, exactly. We're finding a used condom in my Whopper. You know what I mean? Like, there's lots of things. <laughs> Angie doesn't like that card. Why not? What's wrong with that card? That's a good card. <laughs> I don't know, but she just said EO. I wonder oh, if that I picked up. I thought you were talking about actually that happening. No, we're talking about Cards Against Humanity cards. Okay. <laughs> I didn't actually find a used condom in my Whopper. Right? It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. You never yeah. know, I guess. You never know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it'd be horrifying. All right. Uh, and then the last story here is Reese. A little bit of a story here uh, updates that they have a new Reese peanut butter cup, and it's just that. It's a peanut butter cup. There is no chocolate. So is it the same shape, but it's just solid peanut butter? Yeah, it's solid peanut butter with soft peanut butter inside. Oh, the vegans are ecstatic right now. <laughs> like, like someone finally. finally listened to us. Um, And people with nut allergies are quivering in fear. Yeah. I I don't know. This might be all right. Like I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to it. I, mean, I I think everyone knows Reese peanut butter cups are just one of the best chocolate items of all time, right? Yeah, it was uh, robbed in the uh, chocolate bracket that I did two years ago because Austin and Andrew were down on the peanut butter cup. Really? Actually, actually, sorry. Actually, I think I actually voted against it. I take it that back. I, I, I think, think we got to start ranking more things than just movies, though. You guys have like one chocolate one, and it's just been movies since. I want to do more brackets. Yeah, I got to figure that out. Like like where where when are we doing like a like a soft drink bracket or you know what I mean like like, like random but stuff. But the uh, yeah I agree what, with what you. Like, what about like toothpaste bracket? Which what's the best toothpaste? But the thing is to do the brackets, you need to have a third person. And with the COVID going on, you can't have a third person come in the room to try everything. Oh, you guys all like tried it together? Yeah, the bracket how we did the chocolate one is I bought all the chocolates and then all three of us were in a room and we just spent five hours eating the chocolates and voting live. Oh, well, like it's just like me and Hayden per se as an example. I remember like soft drinks. Just me and Hayden can buy soft drinks. That's true. I guess like we could just make sure we all have the same drinks in the room. That's fair. Yeah. We, we just have to come up with a list and just, and if we can't say I can't find diet Sprite per se, right? Then obviously we just cross diets right off the freaking list. Okay. Hey, I, I'm actually down for that. I I just assume nobody would want to also buy like 30 drinks. But uh Yeah, I mean obviously just go to the dollar store and get the bottles. No one, well, yeah, no one yeah, get, yeah, get yeah, no. yeah. Well that's what that's what I did for the chocolate. I just went to the dollar store and just bought all the chocolate. Yeah, exactly. I guess what's nice with chocolate is like 
you only ever buy a bar, right? The issue with pop is for most flavors, you just buy like, the cases. You don't buy a case of each one, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that seems pretty doable. Okay. Hey, uh, I didn't realize you would be down for that. Yeah, we, uh, we couldn't try and work something I out. I think we should do something random, though. Like, like, like let's rank toothpastes or something like, like just super random shit. Really? Rank the quality of shovels. What's the best I, th- shovel? I think the ones that I'm more in. <laughs> what we're going to do? Walk outside, test it out. You got yeah. You, you, so you just head over to Canadian Tire. You grab one of the. I'm down for doing something random, but I I think we, there's still like a lot of good obvious ones. We could do like cereal and soda were the two obvious ones. Cereal, soda, candies. Yeah, I did chocolate, so I kind of I feel like I don't need to do candy. You did it two years ago though. It's not like people are gonna be too much candy in a row here, man. Let's slow this down. <laughs> That's Let's, true. Yeah, that yeah. Two years ago. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm down for candy as well. You do movies every freaking month. Hell yeah, baby. Or even like games. Like, what if we just ranked like 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 the most popular esports, the most popular board games? There's lots of things we can do. That's true. Yeah, I just start brand. Yeah, I'll start branching. I can even do uh, two a month. The only reason why I'm doing one a month is because you can't watch that many movies. I can't watch that many. Mo- exactly. Exactly. If they're all movies, it's gonna be really really tough. Yeah. Um, but uh, I can but do. Yeah, I can do one a month one, for movies, one. and then I can do another one like every month or every two months for like a bracket or something like that I'm down to uh do something like that yeah yeah we, we can talk off the podcast about doing some kind of fun side rankings yeah yeah i'm done for that all right well that's everything on this week have a fantastic week guys